Welcome to Story Chats at Inspire Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And I'm Valerie Comer. Heather Gray is back with us to talk about medical romance. Thank you so much for being here, Heather. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Did you say you had to be here or you're glad to be here? Glad. Glad okay. to be here. Very happy to be here. Thank you okay. for inviting me. <laughs> I'm sorry that made me chuckle a little bit I'm like well I did kind of strong arm you so you know I guess we're going there that's okay <laughs> that's, how, that's how Cooney feels this afternoon he's <laughs> like off. I had to be here because somebody picked me up from the comfy chair and uh, I was having a nap and here I am and I'm thinking about leaving these are the things we do <laughs> she doesn't understand that she has a fan club she looks so mad She's she going to murder you that. in your sleep. <laughs> she always, she, she, yeah. Okay. She, she's never a happy looking Aww, kitty. Poor baby. All right. So medical romance, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I guess we're going to ask first whether this is something you actually generally read. Like, do you look for it or are you just okay with it if you have it? And um, is there anything you specifically feel like you need to see to qualify as medical romance or, you know, what, what are your restrictions, I guess, for medical romance? Narelle, you want to go first? Okay. Well, I think for a medical, it needs, I think you almost need to have the hero or the heroine working as either in a medical profession or in a medical place of work to qualify to start off with. And probably my minimum criteria is there needs to be at least one scene in a medical setting with some kind of medical thing going on. Although <laughs> as you see with some of the books I've chosen, they wouldn't be defined as a medical specifically. So yeah. I, it's not something I look for. I mean, I know this, I know years ago, um, Mary Hawkins, who's an Australian um, Christian and she wrote, also wrote for the general market romance author she first published with um, Mills and Boone Medicals which was um, Harlequin's line out of London and for years and years and years the medical authors never had paperbacks available in the states it was mm -hmm. really interesting so uh, we used to think it was a bit unusual that maybe the health system was that different that you couldn't translate maybe that was the issue okay. so I've always wondered if Americans actually like reading medical romance in general so you guys can answer that for me okay all right Heather <laughs> um I don't generally I, I don't look for medical romance out of out of um, specifically but if I find it I enjoy reading it but one of the interesting things to go to what Narelle was saying is um, I have a series that's medical romance. And when that came out, when that, when I started um, publishing that, I looked for other medical romances to see what was out there. It was, there was nothing. It was really hard to find anything that was mainstream that wasn't, um, yeah, there was mainstream. Um, but now there seems to be more of that. So it seems to be something that's growing in popularity. Um, I might have a little bit of a stricter guideline for what I think of as medical romance, just that I think that the medical aspect needs to be integral, either to the characters or to the story arc, the plot, um, but it needs to be necessary. If I can take those two characters and take them out of the medical setting and put them somewhere else and have the story still function completely okay, then to me it's not a medical romance, um, but that's, that's my two cents on it. Valerie, what do you think? I mean, hey, if they could work in a bank instead, right? then uh yeah so <laughs> i i agree that um that one or both of them needs to be 
a medical professional of some sort, or like you said, Narelle, work in a hospital. Um, there should be a, a scene or two. And, and like you said, Heather, the, the, if, if there isn't somebody sick or in peril, <laughs> whether it's the main characters or their kids or their sister or their parent or somebody important to them, Cooney's yeah, leaving. Can you see her just kind of like draping over my bike? Bye, Cooney. If that's not a main part of the plot, then then kind of like what's the point on that? So there needs to be some sort of a, a health crisis or something like that. It doesn't have to be a hospital. It could be a, a different health setting, but um, but yeah, something to do with that aspect. As to whether I seek them, I generally don't. And I think Narelle, you might have put um, popped the nail on the head when you said it's maybe because the Canadian medical system is so different than uh, than the U.S., which is where ninety five percent of my readers live. That I, I I just don't yeah I don't tend to put it in my stories, and I don't tend to read to seek it out to read it because it's foreign <laughs> to me <laughs> in more than one way okay I um I agree pretty much across the board I, I would say there are like I've read books where the main character one or the other is a doctor or a nurse or something but they have nothing to do like that's just what they are they could be a barista and the story would be the same and so I do think like if like just being a medical professional is not enough for me to consider a book a medical romance. Um, that some of the plot has to somehow either take place at the hospital or revolve around something medical. Um, because like <laughs> I've written a book, I have a doctor and a nurse who fall in love. I absolutely do not consider that a medical romance because it has, you know, very, there are scenes in the hospital, but even still it, it has very, very little to do with, they just happened. I mean, it, it, there are reasons why they have those careers, but they're not, it's not a medical romance. I don't think I wouldn't call it that. I don't call it that. So if you, <laughs> if you read it and it's like, there's a doctor and a nurse, don't go in there expecting a medical romance because it's, to me, it does not qualify. Um, so that brings me to a question. Let's say you have two characters who are both say, I don't know, visiting loved ones in the hospital and they meet there and they get together there several times. And, and that, could that become a medical romance if they're not... Yeah. If that's just part of the setting, but not their careers. I would say yes, especially if the bulk of what's going on is taking place at the hospital and, you know, with the drama slash trauma of having loved ones in the hospital or whatever, you know, the, the hospital setting, the medical details become integral to the plot. I think that would qualify. What do you think, Heather? If the medical details are integral to the to the plot, I, I would say yes. But at the same time, one of the books I read was a um, a pediatrician and a mom with a, a single mom with a child, and um, that that was the excuse that they had to cross paths and come together and interact with each other. 
but you could have completely taken them out of that field and he could have been the teacher and heard the mom with the kid in his class and it would have been the exact same story. So even though, you know, they overlapped because of the medical aspect, it to me didn't feel like a medical romance because it just wasn't, it was just the crutch that was used to bring them together. Um, So again, like I said, I might have a harder, a a stricter, like I might set the bar a little too high, I admit it. I saw the look on your face when I was describing that scenario. <laughs> I don't think so. I need to work on this poker face, poker face. Uh, Cooney's got that one wrapped up. The rest of us don't need to go there. All right. Um, I will say I don't necessarily look for medical romance, but I always do enjoy it when I find it. Um, like I grew up watching ER and I loved it. Um, I loved ER, not just because of George Clooney and Noah Wiley, you know, but they didn't hurt, but, um, (laughs) uh, I love medical dramas house. Um, you're learning all kinds of things about that's a, it's a terrible show, but it's hilarious and delightful and amazing, but so not safe for work. So just ignore that. Sorry. Um, MASH, like I grew up watching MASH, all these medical shows. I love medical shows. I love medical drama, that kind of thing. So I enjoy it when I find a book that I think qualifies. Um, So I don't think it's that. And I honestly, I would enjoy, like I watched some episodes of Call the Midwife and enjoyed that, even though that medical system is completely different from anything um, that I'm familiar with. I don't mind reading about other healthcare systems. Um, I don't so. mind. I don't actively steer away from, if, if somebody had a, a, you know, a six book series and the, the fourth one was a medical romance, I wouldn't skip it. Sure. You know, if I was yeah. enjoying the author in this, and I, I haven't avoided Heather's books either. <laughs> I think I've read all of her informal um, books that we'll, I'm sure be talking about a bit. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but I don't go like searching. I did a couple of weeks ago for for medical romances, Christian contemporary romance doctor and see what came up, but I (laughs) normally do that (laughs) unless we're having an episode about it. Cool. All right. Um, I think that was my sole question leading in to books, but we, I think we, I think we had a good conversation about it. So that's good. So um, let's jump into books. Uh, Narelle, you want to start us off? I will. So um, this is probably the, I'm going to talk about a series, but this is probably the only thing I have that would be defined as medical. And I was thinking about how there are books that have medical aspects, but I think people just don't market it that way. I think they market the other story elements. So I think that's another thing that's making it harder for us to find medical romance is that it doesn't, that's not sort of the trope that gets marketed. There might be a billionaire or there might be a cowboy or something else that's more marketable. So that's what the authors will run with. You're saying there's a billionaire cowboy doctor. (laughs) Yes. I'm sure there is. That's a guaranteed bestseller right there. (laughs) It probably is. Somebody go write that. You should totally write that. We might need to all write it together, however, to get all the answers. (laughs) Carry on. Sorry. Okay. So I'm going to. So I'm going to talk about my um, Aussie friends book. So I'm going to talk about Nikki Edwards. So she's an Australian romance author. Now, these books were published in the general market, but 
them she's a christian and i they're sweet clean wholesome you're not going to come across something in these particular books that is going to be offensive and it's called her escape to the country series and she wrote four books that are very medically orientated so she herself is a nurse she's worked in icu she's worked in ed or er as i should be saying if i'm talking to americans we call it the emergency department i mean even the terminology is different yeah ed means um, something different in america (laughs) I'm sure it does. I don't probably want to know though. You don't. You don't want to know what that means in America. I'll be blissfully ignorant in Australia. Okay, so um, the first one I'll talk about is emergency response. So this one has a different setting. The heroine's an ICU nurse and um, who's worked in a very busy hospital in Sydney. And she leaves this hospital to go work in a mining town in the outback of Western Australia. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for an outback medical romance, which has always been very popular in Australia in the general romance market, those t- medical romances have done well here. So mm-hmm. that's a good one, emergency response. And then the other three in the series, there's intensive care where the heroine's also an ICU nurse who moves to the country to Birangala. So Birangala is trying to, I'm thinking, pretty sure it's regional New South Wales. So west of Sydney over the Great Dividing Range. So small country town. And she goes there to be the nurse unit manager. And then there's life support. And the, her- the heroine in this one is an ER nurse. And she also moves to this particular country town. And then the last one is critical condition. And this one, the hero is a paramedic in Sydney. So that's where she switched it to being the hero who's the medical person. And the heroine is an ER nurse and she moves to Birangala as well. So this is a really fun series. As I said, it's clean and wholesome, sweet, not contemporary Christian romance. But if I was looking for a medical romance, I would go to Nikki, Nikki Edwards' book straight away. Cool. Excellent. I love it. I always, I'm excited now because like Australia like an outback and all of I like I want yeah I want to read them all that sounds that sounds amazing <laughs> that's that's Go a vacation I can't afford but I can afford a book vacation there yes for sure. yes and, and because the- she yeah and because she herself is a nurse you get the proper medical terminology and the there are medical things that go wrong in the story so it would definitely meet Heather's criteria of a medical romance all of those books cool yeah Heather, what's your first And that little town is very well equipped with good nurses now. So that's excellent. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. that's where it's, you want to get sick. That's is. where you want to go. <laughs> well, I mean, don't laugh. We have some country towns. I have a family member who was living in the city and had a cancer diagnosis that was missed that was picked up in a country town because this family member had moved to the country and this particular town was where the doctors had their holiday places and they get they'd work there for half the week and so some of the best specialists in the state were actually based at hospitals in this country town so don't laugh you can actually get really good medical services in the country that would actually be a really interesting series as well like doctors on vacation that could be the series title, Doctors on Vacation. <laughs> and it could be all about these doctors who go to their their vacation homes and the, you know, this vacation romance and <laughs> this medical vacation romance. That's gotta be worth something. Narell? Well, we, yeah. Or do you accept the mission? Right. I want to read them, Narell. Write them. <laughs> no, I'm not a medical romance person. And this is all because the government pays a rural medical allowance to um, health professionals that go to the country. So there's kind of a carrot that gets dangled for this okay. as well. Fair enough. Yes. Incentive. But, I'm worth it's good. Yeah. <laughs> someone can write it though. It just won't yeah. be me. 
<laughs> the, the idea is free, just like mentioning in your acknowledgments. <laughs> Maybe send me a copy of the first one. It's all good. All right, Heather, what's your first book? Um, the first book I read was Cooking with the Doc. And I, as I was looking at the different um, medical Christian romances that were out there, the medical romances that were out there, I found this huge broad range that I didn't expect because um, I just kind of thought medical romance was urban, right? Uh, but this is a small town romance. Mm -hmm. And so he's a small town doctor and, and um, recovering from military injury and, and coming back into the, the medical field. And so he takes up a practice in a small town and, and you know, falls in love with the local restauranteur and um, they have a, you know, it's, it's a sweet small town romance and it's just, um, it fits all the, it, it checks all the boxes for that. Um, and the, the medical aspect was not, not super integral, but it is the first in a series and it was, it was good. It was good. It was enjoyable. It was a, it was a, it was a good read. Um, the second one I read oh, is no, no, oh, no, no. Oh, oh. Just because Narelle ran through a whole series, we're still doing one at a time. She was oh, calling okay. that her first one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's maybe because I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel and I get two <laughs> and three. Uh, I have to say this: I've read a number of books that have referred to the ED in the hospital, and it took me a while to figure out that that was the emergency department. And I was like, "When did the name change? When did this happen?" Now I know they were Australian, and I just didn't realize it. And I think the UK might have ED as well. I mean, we have. I mean, Australia's got a lot of British roots and heritage so a lot of the things that we have set up here the national health service in the uk is similar to our health system here and canada is probably similar again if you pull stuff from britain as well a lot from britain but it is yeah. in the ER. thank you very okay. much oh okay so we are to laugh like a 12 year old over here we had your statement that the UK has the ED also, because I'm sorry, I'm a child. I'm just, I'm a child. Can uh, I talk about my first story now? Yes, please. <laughs> the first one that I read, um, the only one actually that I bought and specifically read for this episode, other than that, I was also scraping, <laughs> but um, Janet Tronstad's book, Dr. Wright. It's a love inspired and I thought it was interesting, Heather, that what you just said about checking all the boxes of small town and stuff, because this is an Alaskan small town. Ooh. So if we're talking about, you know, ticking some boxes there. So Dr. Alex Haven is a pediatrician with okay. a clinic in Treasure Creek, Alaska, which you probably have never heard of. Um, he is trying to save enough money to open a clinic in the LA area where he can help his disabled brother because he feels strongly that his brother wouldn't be disabled if he hadn't messed up himself. So, um, so he's just really focused on this goal and he doesn't really see people in Treasure Creek other than as steps to where he's going. He's not a horrible person, you know, but his clinic nurse, Marianne, and the whole community want him to stay in Alaska, and she keeps trying to set him up with somebody because, after all, that would be the key, right? He'd fall in love and want to stay. Uh, but it backfires when he hides behind Marianne to avoid the other women. <laughs> so, in, in, I mean, you, I'm sure you can pick out the love-inspired bits of that story as well, <laughs> but it was fun. It was a nice little... Alaskan small town doctor and nurse story and uh yeah 
with oh. some patients and definitely some big city action when they had to fly out a patient and so forth. So yeah, cool. There was that one. I also read Cooking with the Doc by Jennifer Youngblood, but Heather covered it. So I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> um, it was cute and fun. Agree that it was just mostly sweet, not, um, not CCR, but still, still good. Well-written. Um, mostly agree that the medical mattered, but also sometimes I was like, mm, he could have been, you know, a blacksmith and it would have worked just as well, <laughs> but it was a cute story. It was a cute story. So I will instead talk about the doctor and the midwife by Sarah Alva. And, um, that one is, it's kind of fun. I enjoyed the fact that um, they're both in the, well, he's an OB resident at the hospital and she's a midwife, but she has uh, started a practice to help women have home births. And so when they first meet, like he is a hospital birth only kind of doctor. And so he's just appalled that she does home births and he starts like spouting all these statistics of, you know, babies that die and women that die. And this is terrible. And what about all these risks and yada, yada, yada. And it comes out later that, you know, she actually is a certified nurse midwife, which is almost a doctor. Like they can prescribe and everything. There's a lot of school that goes into being a CNW, um, C and M W. Um, <laughs> and, um, but she left the hospital setting because of some things that matter to the story that you should read about. Um, so, um, so, you know, they have this, it's definitely a hate to love kind of thing uh, that they have going on, which I don't normally love, but they really said this was set up very well. So it works. And then it also has thrown in, they're both rock climbers um, and they're, uh, unbeknownst to one another, chatting on a rock climbing app. So it's got sort of that you've got mail um, mistake, you know, uh, hidden identity with hate to love in real life going on as well. That that I think always works well when it's when it's well done. And this was well done. Um, and the the ending was very very satisfying. It's one of those where you turn the last page on the Kindle and you turn off your Kindle and you just sort of sigh for a minute because you don't want to read anything else right away. It was really I enjoyed it a lot. Well, that's that's high praise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say it is um, not super high on the faith, but there there is some. It's certainly got a built-in conflict. Yes. So that's yeah. always useful yes. from a writer's point of view. <laughs> yes. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're like, oh, why are these people not falling in love? Yes. It should because there's no real reason why not. So yes. they have a real reason. That's good. Yep. Do you have a second one, Narelle? I do, but I'll see what you guys think as to whether it's a medical. So this one I would call a medical because if the medical situation didn't exist in the story, the hero would be dead. So as okay. far as I'm concerned, that <laughs> meets the criteria. <laughs> so, I'm integral. <laughs> so I'm talking about Elizabeth Madry's So You Want a Second Chance in her um, Billionaire series because Joe, the billionaire, this is the book one in the series, has a heart attack and Cynthia is the heart surgeon who saves his life. So I'm not going to go more into the story because we have talked about this one before on the podcast. But as far as I'm concerned, it ticks the boxes. We're in a hospital. We have a massive emergency 
Um, we have a hero recovering from a major health issue and we have a heroine who's a doctor. So it may not meet everyone's criteria, but it definitely ticks the box for mine. But the billionaire is more, more of a selling point, I think, than the medical side. As I mentioned yeah, I don't, earlier. I don't consider that medical. <laughs> no, it, it, it does tick the boxes. Though. It does. I, but it mm. like literally never occurred to me. So, <laughs> so you should add some keywords. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Heather. Okay. I have one more. It's called Trauma Plan and it's by Candace Calvert. And it's also the first in a series and it's really good. Um, it has the, the hero is a um, ER doctor who is running a clinic to help the underprivileged and is of course fighting against uh, the overprivileged who want to encroach on his territory and shut his clinic down because they don't like the people it's bringing into the neighborhood. And um, the heroine, was an ER nurse who suffered um, a trauma and an injury that gave her nerve damage. And so she's recovered and is trying to get back into the field, but she has um, some nerve damage and she has some numbness in one of her hands and it makes her unable to get back into that field. So she's been kind of shuffled into a chaplaincy. Um, so she's filling in the chaplain position, but he, um, the, the hero gets her to kind of volunteer at his clinic because she has a family name that could change the tide of the community's opinion of him. And so um, they, they are at odds and they're, um, but they also admire each other. And um, it, it just, it develops really nicely. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the rest of the series, but there was one scene, can I read a scene? Am I allowed sure. to do that? Okay. Sure, if it's fast. <laughs> it's, it's fast. So the, um, Riley is the heroine and she's looking at a conference table that's covered with like the CPR mannequin and other equipment, right? And so she's, you know, scans the array of training devices scattered across the conference table, the adult and child and infant CPR mannequins, an intubation head with simulated lungs protruding, ambu bags and a big arm, bicep to fingers for practicing IV insertion. Each is a plastic replica of the real thing, exactly how she felt about herself, hmm. right? And so that's one of those things where like that, that medical aspect is integrated into the story really well. Um, and, and so and it's, it's been like that throughout the entire book. Highly recommend. The faith element is there. It's not um, overwhelming, but it's also integrate, in, integral to the characters. So it's something they're both struggling with. And so that, um, yeah. Excellent. Five stars. Valerie. Um, the second one that I wanted to talk about is called Whispers of Love by Rose Verde. And this one does not take place in a hospital at all. Um, Jordan is a home care hospice nurse. Okay. Uh, she is sent by her agency to Ty's mansion. So we do have a billionaire in there, or I don't know if he's a billionaire, I can't remember, but. Super rich a, guy. <laughs> um, his sister, Mary, is dying and Ty's having a very hard time coming to grips with that. Doesn't really want a hospice nurse there because he doesn't want to think about what that means um, and so forth. So there is a lot of, of headbutting right from the beginning. He's determined to you know, get rid of her and she hits it off with the sister and, and you know she's not going anywhere because why would she? Then there wouldn't be a story. Um, 
so he just really feels like she's not the right person and they should send somebody you know older and more experienced and more demure and more whatever all so there's a lot of clashing over that and um as as mary is struggling with her health as well there is a lot of medical stuff in it but uh, yeah the the setting is unique and that's why mm -hmm. i chose that particular book excellent so mine uh, next one is is more sort of a series recommendation like Norel did. So, but um, it's it is uh, Valerie mentioned it at the start. Heather's why is Heather joining us? Because Heather has written <laughs> a medical romance series, uh, her informal romance series. Um, my two favorites, they're all good, but my two favorites are um, an informal. Well, I have three. No, okay, I'm picking two. Sorry. Um, an Violence. informal introduction, which is a nurse and a state trooper. Um, and it's super fun. And they they just sort of spark off each other, which I, I love um, because he is just palpably hot. So like, you know, he's just fabulous. Um, he's the stuff that, that if you need a book that like has the little stuff that dreams of made are, are made of this, this is the one. Um, but then also I love an informal date, um, more for the hero. Well, I love Kimmy, but the hero Owen is just, he's, he's probably on the spectrum. He's a medical researcher, not, a not so still a physician, still a doctor, but he doesn't interact with patients because he has, um, well, he's probably on the spectrum. So he has those interpersonal challenges that um, make being like a bedside physician a challenge for him. Because like, if you're dying, he's going to like blurt out, well, you know, I hope you're ready to die tomorrow because that's what's coming. Um, or, <laughs> or if you had, you know, never smoked, you might not be dying today or whatever. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's no wonder you had, you needed a quadruple bypass because you're certainly, you know, you're certainly out of shape. So these are, you know, these are the things that Owen would spout out. So he's not, but he's so adorably quirky um, and awkward and just um, so well done. Like you can, he, Kim, Kimmy recognizes, you know, that he's always going to walk this particular path to get to the coffee kiosk. She sells coffee in the hospital and he always pays with this exact change and the prices are going to go up. So she like lets him know ahead of time because, and he's confused about it, but she's like, well, I noticed that you always pay with exact change. So that's going to, you know, it's going to change. <laughs> um, so it's just fun. And they just, they sort of are opposites to some degree except for not really because she's quirky in her own right and so they just kind of I don't know I love how they get together and they meet in the middle and when he visits like <laughs> they they go to the same church but they go to different services and she's like standing on a chair and it totally freaks him out that she would stand on a chair in church there's so many funny moments um and I just because Heather because Heather yeah because Heather always has funny moments um this was but my I'll, third book, by the way. Oh, sorry. So, no, that's fine. I'm just saying that's why I keep jumping in because yeah. I, it's, it's fresh on my mind. Fresh on your mind. The series is, you know, a couple of years old. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they are, they are older. Were you, are there more to come? There, there are. Yes. How many more to come? Two. Okay, good. And those are coming out next year? Next week, I, I heard. <laughs> 
tomorrow. You know, we put you on the spot every time you come here. Um, coming soon to an ebook reader near you. Soon means anywhere from one to three years. One to three years. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take one to three years. So well, no I'm, later I'm than 2025. 20, because I didn't know there might be more coming. So now I have that to look forward to. Yes. So cool. Excellent. All right, we are actually kind of close to our time unless somebody has one that they just desperately need to make sure that they get mentioned. No, I'm good. Um, you mentioned number Heather's do, book's number three, say, so it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have it. I, I do wanna say both Narelle and Valerie said, you know, they had one book and then after that they were scraping the barrel and on round two, it was Elizabeth and Heather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, we're down there on the bottom of the barrel, that's okay. That's okay. I'm used. To, I'm used to it. What what I meant was, <laughs> what I meant was that that the one book was the only one that I went out searched for and hunted down specifically <laughs> for this. And the others, I I scraped the barrel of books I already own. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's a good say. <laughs> that better. That yeah, that's better. So cool, much better. Cool, but where is to sing here? Yeah, whereas I was scraping the barrel because I didn't know if you would count the billionaire book as being a medical. So that's I mean, what I meant by scraping. You the counted it, so we'll count it. <laughs> that works. We're not pulling in Beth's other one though. What what's the title of the one you said definitely wasn't? Oh, Serenity to Accept. Right. I knew which series it was yeah. in, but like my brain mm. was not snapping to it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember it. I do remember that there were, you know. Yeah medically type things in it. So thank you, Heather, for joining us. Um, tell everyone where they can find you in your books. You can find me at heathergraywriting.com. Gray is G-R-A-Y. You can also find me on Amazon. I'm there. Excellent. And um, we would love to hear what medical romance you have read or been reading or would like to read. Um, if you like medical romance, any of those things, let us know what you think, which of those that we've mentioned you, you've read and leave us a comment on YouTube. You can also comment on the Facebook page. No one ever does, but you could be the first, you know, if you wanted to, it'd be okay. But uh, YouTube also works. We'd love to hear from you. And um, that's it for this episode. So we will let you go. You can find more information about the podcast at insbyromance.com slash story chats. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. <laughs>